What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Lamb. Me, no, I'm your host, Angel Lamb. Today, I'm sitting with Danny California, aka the Oracle. She's the host of Soundtrack of the Streets, the Beachside Show, and Our Theory Glory. You can find her show at 101.5 FM KQBH, it's community powered and hyper local radio station for Boyle Heights. You can find her show every Thursday and Friday, and she she hosts um, the Oracle Edition B-Side show every fourth Monday of the month. She has a lot of great guests on her show, and she breaks down music, and on the Beat show, she highlights maybe tracks that, you know, people look past. You know, everybody focuses on that thing that will bump on the radio, or that, that song that's the most popular, but she actually looks back on other music, on other songs that... You might not have heard before or you just look past. So, yeah, I recommend her show. Make sure you listen to her every Thursday and Friday. And, yeah, tune in. So, on this episode, we're going to talk about her, how she started in the radio industry, management industry. We talk about her personally, you know, as a person, as a not only a radio host, but as a human being, right? What, what the things she does, she enjoys. And she's going to drop some knowledge and some advice to those young and up and coming artists that want to get into the hip hop world. She's going to help you out that way. You know, you, you don't have to go through those pains and some, some of those growing pains, even though you'll learn and you'll become a better artist. But in my, in my opinion, if you can save some pain, you know, from people that have actually been there, if they recommend you something or they are giving you advice, you should, you should probably take it. All right. And you know, me as somebody that wants to eventually get into radio, you know, I'm really, I'm making sure I'm officer, like I'm looking at everything she does. That way one, one day myself, I, I'll be where she's at. Hopefully, you know, I'm definitely not going to be able to fill her shoes, but hopefully one day I could be where she's at and be on the radio and, you know, help out people in a bigger platform. So look me up later on when I become a little bit bigger, but yeah, my, that's one of my goals. And I know I haven't mentioned it earlier, you know, in a while, but the intro, the opening song, it's by the homies of Just Us. I know I've been I've been wanting to tell you guys to go check them out, so make sure you go check them out. And yeah, man, I believe they they just dropped an album recently. So yeah, man, check them out, check them out. All right, guys, that's it for me. I'm gonna let you guys listen to the interview because this was a good one. It's a shorty, but it's gonna be a good one. So enjoy, relax, and I'll talk to you guys in a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. 
with my lights out, I seem bright today. Once this shit get me high, boy, you living, you die by the sky. Homeboy just caught HIV, he living, he die by the soul. Have we ever hit the same bitch before? Ain't nobody know. Have we ever hit the same bitch before with nobody business? Niggas be fucking these hoes and say fuck insurance and doctor visits. everybody welcome back hopefully you guys enjoyed that song today i'm sitting with danny k aka the oracle you know her from b-side radio or b-side show um i mean you're super busy i don't know i don't know i'm for sure gonna miss a couple of things i know you, you oh, have the okay. b-show show you got the auditory glory and soundtracks of the streets that's and right among, that's right among many other things i'm sure i might have missed but um there you could check her out and you know i'm very very happy to have you on the show and you know she actually was the winner of a fourth year anniversary she got to go home with uh the water bottle i believe yeah i actually had it um with me at the b-side oracle edition this monday that just passed so i shouted you out and told all of our followers um that were streaming with us that i would be on your show so i'm very thankful to be on the show today and you will see that really dope water bottle guys if you want to check out the last oracle edition it actually takes place every fourth monday i curate an all elements show so we have i'll bring djs producers mcs b-boys you know um 
graffiti artists and everyone's doing their thing simultaneously and the cameras are just kind of circulating around and showing you guys what all is going on in the studio for those two hours. So it's pretty epic. I would urge you to check it out if you haven't checked it out yet. Uh, you could see it on bsidechannel.net. It's streaming on YouTube, Periscope, Facebook Live and Twitch. Yeah, yeah. and are, are these events live or is just right now you're just doing because of COVID, you know, maybe are you just doing them through like YouTube and, you know, all the platforms that you mentioned? That's a great question. So I do actually have live events as well. Um, I did one for two years at the airliner before it got taken over and bought out. I believe it's like a little breakfast spot now. I haven't checked it out since then, but every single Friday I host a event at Los Globos on Sunset, which is called Home. And that is done with a partner of mine. His name is Jesse Saunders. You guys can look him up. He's considered the godfather of house. He is an LA resident, but he was born in Chicago. And he is the first person who put house music on vinyl. So he's considered the godfather of house music. And him and I, along with David King, do an event called Home. And we welcome people home to listen to house music and to spin who maybe haven't been at an event and spun for a long time in Los Angeles. So that's every single Friday from 10 p.m. until 3 a.m. in the Red Room at Los Globos. Yeah, if you want to well, get on the guest list, hit me up. For sure. All right. Me or the the, the listeners? Probably the listeners. Everybody. Yeah. All right, cool. Everybody. Cool. You too, though. You're invited. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> as long as you like to dance. <laughs> I, I'm cool. I'm, I'm all right. I, I, my, my thing is more about chata. I don't know. I've never really done house, but I mean, nice. I guess I could YouTube it, right? I could, like, you know what? I had a couple of bachata dancers in there last Friday and we were getting down. So they did mix some bachata in with house. Right. I mean, that, that seems like a good show, especially like you mentioned, if they haven't done it for a while, like you know, a cool welcoming, a good environment. You know, it always makes you want to go up there and perform. And as long as you feel comfortable, you know, you're going to put a great show. But, you know, I mean, obviously you have all this knowledge, but like, let us know about your day. I mean, how's your day? Sorry. Like, that's usually how I like to start the show, you know, how your day is. The day's going great. I actually, I start my mornings um, watering my, my plants. I like to care for my garden and connect with nature. So I do kind of like a blessing, so to speak, by looking at each plant, admiring the leaves, seeing water, you know, landing on the leaves and landing on spider webs that maybe got put there the night before and things like that. So I start my morning like that and feeding my pets and um, and then we go on to chores after that. So, um, you know, that's how my day started. I'm actually heading to Las Vegas right after this uh, interview here. So I'm packing and getting prepared for that. I'm actually a curator for a black and brown owned network. We stream events and they get bought by things like Hulu and Roku and Netflix and things like that. But we we stream those and those are for artists that want to perform, you know, worldwide and don't want to just perform on stage and only have the the residuals of that one show for that one day. So what I do is I set up a stage for them. It's professionally set up. It's got five 4K cameras. I make sure the background has like images of them, images of their video, their logo, things like that. Um, they perform form and then what we do is we stream it then we do a video on demand and then we shop it to other networks after we've had it on our network so um, it gives that artist an opportunity to earn residual income off of their single performance which is always the best thing when it comes to us and and doing you know creative work and putting in um hours you know the more times you can get paid off of doing something the better right yeah yeah definitely wow i mean that's awesome 
Uh, it, it, like that that is is that used for like like as background music or intro music or is that just like you put them on the platform then they you can view them on those like major platforms yeah so it's actually their shows so oh. i curate the shows and um you know they'll have like interviews attached to them videos and their performance so um the audio itself we have the audio files separate from the video files so if we can shop it to a commercial state for example and we do that then that's just another way that artists can get paid off of the same exact effort wow. so aside from me being a dj like you also do marketing and booking and what else curating obviously like events you're a yeah, so I do curate awesome. the shows. <laughs> they all kind of go together. Um, marketing, management, media, and mentorship all kind of go hand in hand with being an artist. Um, so if you've been an artist for you know more than five thousand hours, more than ten years, things like that, then you obviously have a little bit of knowledge and information that you can share with younger artists who are coming up. So that's kind of where I fall into place. I'm not so much on the stage anymore performing. Mm -hmm. You know, I used to do that back in like the late 90s. Um, but now I'm more behind the scenes and that's where, you know, I book shows, I book features. Um, I've booked features for people like Planet Asia, Razkaz, Crooked Eye, uh, Tumex, mm -hmm. you know, just to name a few, uh, RBX, mm -hmm. some of the Bone Thugs. Um, so I have a list of artists who are willing to work and allow me to represent them uh, in the marketplace. So if an artist is looking to maybe spice up their album or they want assistance with you know a little bit of cross promotion or they feel like an artist such as Razkaz would be able to kind of lend to their project and give them a little more validation in terms of they're really serious about what they're doing then they usually reach out to me and I set that up I'll make sure that the paperwork is in order reference tracks are sent on time that deadlines are, are being met that communication is you know going both ways for the artists that are involved and that we you know meet the deadline of our project and that everybody walks away feeling comfortable that you know they received you know a good fair share of what they feel is their value in the marketplace in terms of financially and that their time is honored and that the project itself is you know professionally handled, managed and executed. So that's where, you know, I fall into place is I, I do handle things like that in the background. And like, did, did you get into that because you saw a need because you saw people were lacking or just like artists that were starting up just needed that help. And you decided, you know what, like, I know some of this, let me help them out. That way they don't have to go through that struggle of figuring it out. And like, I, I know everybody has to learn, you know, the hard way sometimes, but you know, like, I, I could tell from like I, I heard um I think it was the rabbit the the podcast you did the rabbit um rabbit season yeah rabbit season like I, from listening to you on that podcast because that's how I heard from you um I could tell that you're a very caring person so I mean I, I'm assuming obviously like that's is that some how you got into like helping and curating and you know managing and you know doing all these things for artists. Yeah, that's a great question. Um, so I feel like I, I didn't have enough guidance when I was an artist. Um, 
you know, I got excited to get signed to something uh, like a label. And, you know, we were touring, me and my band, and we were doing really well. And um, I was enjoying that. And so I was touring, enjoying myself and, and doing really well. And then we wanted to take it to the next level and a label got involved. When that label got involved, that's when everything kind of just fell apart. And I think a lot of times, some you know artists they're just excited and they see a finish line they see an ending and they want to get to that ending and they don't realize that the journey along the way to get to there is very much part of the story and also every single day is important not just the end chapter so um that's part of the reason why i did get involved in in that aspect is because i wanted to lend a little bit of experience in terms of um not so much rushing towards what we think the the validation of the experiences and actually enjoying the experience day for day and finding joy in each of those steps instead of thinking oh well you know i'll feel like i can celebrate after i've you know made it okay well you've already made it because you're waking up every morning you're living out your dream you're in a creative state people are supporting you they're listening to your music they're giving you feedback you've made it already you're you're halfway there um and so i think people forget that and they lose sight of it and so i do definitely enjoy participating when it comes to helping people to realize that waking up every single morning and pursuing your passion is part of living the dream yeah and I mean, I don't know if you're open to talk about your group. Like, like, are you able to mention it? You don't have to. Obviously, I don't. I don't want to bring up old feelings, or maybe you sign an NDA. <laughs> you're not able to talk about it, but I just want to yeah. know the name of it. That's all. <laughs> okay, so um, our group is called Aboriginal Music, and it was a live band. There was three didgeridoo players, a violin player, percussion, flute, a DJ, bass player, myself, uh, the MC. So every once in a while, we'd have featured artists that would come on tour with us. Um, it was a really great experience. We did a lot of concerts and venues and, you know, live events and things like that. So in a sense, we kind of Nipsey hustled our way through before Nip was even, you know, a thing. Um, now, currently, like I do, when I do have a couple features and songs where I am you know, heard, but it's not so much what I'm pursuing. So I don't really uh, market it or promote it or anything like that. But uh, currently, just to drop a hint, um, I did just finish a song that I believe is being released in the DR right now. So DR is Dominican Republic. Um, and it's entirely, in, my part is entirely in Spanish. So um, I don't usually rap in Spanish, but it was a lot of fun. And um, I'm pretty sure we'll bring it out to the US maybe in the next couple of months or so. When I get back from Vegas, I'll find a little bit more about like the video show and things like that but um on on the air in terms of radio and hearing me um at the b-side and interviews like this i do feel at home and very comfortable you know sharing my voice and uh doing drops and things like that so thankfully um i don't have to keep reliving you know oh i was in a band oh here's my old music oh check out my old songs if somebody finds them cool but i definitely don't use those as you know a way to express to people who i am or you know give them an idea of where i'm going because it's just so long ago <laughs> yeah yeah no it's understandable also i think you have a little clip of the the song that you're featured in right i believe 
Yes, actually, yeah, I shared I that. Um, so Chris the Glove produced that. That is, um, Chris the Glove is a great producer. You guys can do like a, if you want to do a Google search on him, he's a ghost producer for a very well-known producer. Um, and he also has done a lot of uh, movie soundtracks and things like that. So um, that song is featuring him and Tony Hasbun, myself, and uh, another artist from the Dominican Republic. And so how did you get started in, like into this music industry? You know, like you do a lot, obviously, but how like what was your start? So I had a studio at home where I used to record music with my friends. Um, the studio that I built out was in the first home that I purchased. So I bought that house when I was 19 and all of my roommates were into making music. So part of the rent included them being allowed to record music at my home studio. Okay. And um, I was working one day and uh, people knew that I love Rage Against the Machine. So they were like, hey, did you know that there's a Rage Against the Machine documentary being um, shot not too far from where you work? We recommended you as a, you know, a guest on that documentary, you should go check it out. So I went and, you know, was interviewed for the documentary and the producer was like, so do you have any like songs that you can like off top? Can you just spit something for us? So I went ahead and just, you know, busted something. And um, he, he, I guess, recommended me to go and be auditioned for that band. And I ended up getting the position. So I worked with that band for two years, every single Sunday. And the rule with that, with that group was every time we got together, we had never heard each other's beat. Like I wouldn't hear their music. It was just all live. So very, um, organic and i just had to have lyrics ready and so every single week we recorded new stuff and for wow. two years that's all we did was just record new music for two hours every single week so you know 104 sessions two hours each and all of it was just authentic original off top never rehearsed never practiced tracks mm -hmm. and we you know we put out a bunch of cds like that and people were really vibing off of them so that's kind of how i um got my start Wow. I mean, that that's scary. That sounds scary. I, I mean, I'm not even going, like I didn't I'm not doing it or anything, but that sounds like something that I wouldn't be able to do. Like, rem like, do, did you perform live with them at any point? Yes, yeah. we Remem performed live. Like remembering all that that you made up on the spot and having to remember later on, like, I don't know. And for two years, <laughs> I could just imagine all the content you put out. It was a lot of content. So the cool thing would be every Sunday when we would show up, we'd have a new CD from the week before that we would get to listen to. Wow. So we would kind of talk about which songs we liked and then we would, you know, commit those songs to memory. Mm, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, right now with the, I mean, you said you got your start around the nineties. Um, so, mm -hmm. so, yeah. so like, like technology being where it's at now, where you could just record yourself with the mic and then upload it onto um, SoundCloud or anywhere pretty much. And like back in the day, it wasn't like that. Like, where do you see artists succeeding their success? You know, like right now everybody's competing. Like so, so many people are competing with each other because you could just record with your phone, a simple mic. And before you need to go to studio, wasn't as uh, available as it is now. So like, in your opinion, like, is it, do you feel it's obviously it's much harder, but like, like what's the likelihood for an artist to actually like get to like, not, I, I forgot the word. No, notoriety i think that's the word notoriety yeah. mm -hmm. like, like, um what's the likelihood yeah in your opinion 
Um, well, you know, I do think that having the ability to record music and share it is a blessing in a way because it gives people who may not have had the opportunity before to get into one of those mainstream studios, it gives them an opportunity to express themselves. Um, on the opposite side, it makes it very difficult for the end users, which is all the people that are waiting through all of this content. And when I mean waiting, I'm talking about like having to, you know, walk through a pond, for example, to try to get to clear water. You know, you're gonna walk through the lily pads, which only grow in the mud. You're gonna walk through, you know, some some snakes, some eels, you know, a big old thing of tadpoles. You're gonna step on a rock. There's all this stuff along the way to try to find the fresh water and the stuff that is gonna be maybe drinkable you know, you're able to actually accept it and consume it. So um, from an end user or a consumer's perspective, it creates a enormous amount of congestion when it comes to finding good music, but it also gives you an unlimited supply to choose from. So I would say it's a double-edged sword in terms of, um, you know, content like you know the award ceremonies for example everybody back in the day when you would watch award ceremonies which i'm not a big humongous fan of but i i do remember them would be like madonna prince it was like all the same artists michael jackson and they would be the ones getting the awards it was very hard for a new artist to break in and receive an award they had to put in countless number of hours they had to have numerous hits all top you know top charting billboard songs before they would get recognized or receive an award and that's why you would see them so emotional that that's why they would be crying and have this long list of people they wanted to thank because it took a humongous team to be able to get them even up there on the stage to receive recognition whereas now um you know you can go viral on tiktok and end up getting an award so you know content is still king obviously Obviously, we all want to receive new music. We all want to hear new music. But now things are not classic like they used to be, you know? So yeah. you have to really spend time creating a piece of work that expresses something, not only that is important and valuable to you, but that other people are going to also receive value from. They're going to grow from experiencing your contribution. If that's not happening, they might like it they might nod their head to it but now they want to hear the next song they're not going to go back to that song whereas if i'm having a bad day you know i might put calm like a bomb on which is a rage against the machine track and that's because i need to pump myself up because i'm sitting here feeling sorry for myself and i don't want to get up i don't want to do what i'm supposed to do and i need to get a little bit hype i'm not going to go waiting around through soundcloud to try to find something that's going to get me excited i'm going to go to stuff that i know is going to give me a feeling that i need to feel and i'm going to put those songs on so if you're not creating content like that things that people want to hold on to and they want to go back to and revisit that's where you're going to get lost in the sauce yeah that's that's very true like do you feel like like this generation of artists are they using technology to their like advantage because you know like like they're just pumping stuff out and i feel like sometimes you know it's it's not about the quantity it's about the quality of the music they're more worried about putting the song out than actually like saying something on their songs i mean i'm used to the 90s hip-hop where mm -hmm. like they actually had a message for the most part not everybody not all of them but for the most part artists had a message now it's like they talk about their planes and they're popping their bottles and butts and <laughs> all this stuff but like how do you feel about like this generation of artists using the the, the technology that they have in their hands like are, do you feel that they're using it like wisely 
I think that they're being groomed to create and keep up with a impossible scenario that's been put in place right now currently in our day and age, which is you constantly need to be sharing something. So if they put their head down for six months and, you know, try and create a masterpiece of work, then, you know, they get unfollowed by say 700 people, for example, because they haven't posted anything new in the last week. Um, and that could be photos, videos, songs, freestyles, anything, but they're not posting content. So I do believe that they're kind of in a catch 22 situation just because of the mass um, consumption of information uh, in this current, you know, era. So um, I think we all kind of, cons you know, we consume a lot in general, and we are also being pressured to, you know, present a lot of information for other people to consume so that they can be aware of our online presence. Mm -hmm. um, and so I think that, you know, they're doing the best they can with the circumstances that they're under. Um, and, you know, the technology that they have, I think the problem when it comes to the content is that they're not experiencing things that are worth sharing. So because they're holding the device, because they're trying to take pictures and capture the moment, they're missing out on actually being in the moment. And that's where the magic happens. Mm -hmm. So when you get comfortable being in the present, meaning you're not thinking about five minutes from now and you're not thinking about five minutes before and you're actually in the moment, you're not trying to record it, you're not trying to wonder how you look, you're just doing it. That's where, you know, synchronicity takes place. That's where the universe gets involved. And that's where truly majestic stuff happens. I think a lot of us are missing those opportunities on a daily basis because we are not in the now. Oh, I think those those songs that get lost in the sauce, as you put it, um, like, I think that's why, I mean, your show, B-Side Show, I think that's what pretty much what you do, right? You, you focus on those songs that people might have not heard, you know, the, but they're still pretty great. Um, you tell us about B-Side Show and um, the rest of your shows, you know, might as well talk about them all. Of course. So the B-Side is a 10 year running. It's actually going on its 11th year. Um, they've always interviewed artists and had new music showcased on their show. Um, when my brothers Rabbit and Shay asked me if I would be interested in participating more on the B-Side, I used to come bringing artists in. Um, you know, they asked me if I'd be interested in hosting full time. And as much as I wanted to, and I was really excited with everything that I'm currently doing, I didn't want to commit to doing something that I couldn't do wholeheartedly. So I proposed instead that I take one Monday every single month, which happens to be the fourth Monday. It's not always the last Monday because sometimes we have five. So every fourth Monday of the month, I curate that show. And the way that I curate is I try and give people a all element experience of what hip hop represents. So if you're a part of hip hop, you usually have one or more elements that are near and dear to your heart, whether it's DJing, breakdancing, graffiti, rhyming, popping, locking, all of those things, production, you know, music production, all of those are elements of hip hop. So I do my best to bring one of each of those elements in and I, I have them all share the platform together because that's what hip hop represents. So that's every fourth Monday and it is the Oracle Edition B-Side Show. 
Um, I bring really legendary guests in. This last Monday, I had the producer who created the song Brown Skin Lady by Black Star, which is Talib Kweli and Mostef, or some people call him Yasin Bey. Um, that producer came through. He actually has a PhD in education, and he's bridging the gap between education and hip hop in at the college level. So um, he's really representing us as a people and our culture to higher education and higher governmental uh, agencies who are the ones who control money. So we definitely need programs like that to be funded because if kids feel comfortable in the learning environment that they're in, if they feel like the things that they're learning are relatable to their everyday life, then they're open. And when they're open, they can receive. If they feel alienated or uncomfortable or misunderstood, they're not going to receive the information they're being given. So it's a really awesome endeavor that he's doing. And I just really wanted to give him the platform so he could share that he had accomplished that. Um, so he's at Ohio State University teaching. And as he continues to gain momentum in that, I hope to see that across all colleges and, and intern elementary schools. We have a lot of MCs that are teachers. I don't think people realize how many uh, MCs are actually teachers. So real quick, just shout out to Kazi Jones. He's a, a really great teacher on a high school level. Um, X from Brown Nubian is at the elementary level. Um, who else do we have? I'm forgetting one right now and I'm so mad about it. He just did a, a CD that I bought too and it was produced by Dirty Digs. I'm like trying to come up with it in my head. I'm gonna come up with it later. You're gonna hear me scream out his name. I'm like, ah! Um, so yeah, you know, we have a lot of teachers that are out there. Um, Phoenix Alta is a young teacher. He just got his master's degree. And so, you know, they're MCs, they still love hip hop, but they're actually pursuing their education at the same time. And so I think that people like that who are working on being multifaceted, those are the ones that I really like to give shine to. Um, Tracy is another one I, I had come through. Tracy Lee, he's an attorney at law for uh, entertainment law. So the, he's actually one of the MCs who did the last featured song with Biggie Smalls before Biggie passed away. Wow. So um, just he's a dope MC, you know? So I try to bring at least one or two really legendary people. I want to say the month before I had Rodiga come through, she's somebody who I really look up to in terms of um, female MCs. You know, she's never compromised her ethics or, or her values in order to get farther in her music career. So I like people like that. Yeah, I, I mean, those are awesome people. Amazing. And unfortunately, we're almost out of time. I know, I don't know if you can see the screen, but we're just counting down. And I want to make <laughs> sure that people get to um, go check out your stuff. So I don't want to, you know, the recording to end. So let us give us your plugs. Okay right now and then i'm gonna leave you with my last yeah, question for sure we'll you got it all right so once again y'all thank you for your time i am danny k the bad day killer you can catch me every single Thursday from 7 to 8 p.m. for Soundtrack of the Streets. There is no father to our style. I play what I want, when I want, how I want for you. Every single Friday, I am the Oracle of the Airwaves, Danny Kay. You can catch me from 8 to 9 p.m. Those shows are on 101.5 FM if you're in Los Angeles, or you can stream them at lpfm.la. The link is in my bio for that. So if you follow me, Thank you. If you don't, what are you doing with your life? Yeah, uh, sure my follow. IG is Danny California, <laughs> D-A-N-I-K-I-L-L-A, the number four, N-Y-A, California. Really easy link for me is bit.ly forward slash bad day killer. And that's it, y'all. That's how you can find me. 
Yeah, you're definitely somebody I would like to have on the show again. I'm sorry, you know, I don't know if people got the gist of it, but hopefully they got some information where they go check your workout and hopefully you run it to come back again. Unfortunately, I can't upgrade yet because I don't have the funds, but uh, maybe you'll be one of the ones that I have in person. I don't know if that's something that you're willing to do later on in the future. Right on. But, but yeah, before we go, one last thing, it might cut off, so I apologize if the, uh, the video cuts off, but one last thing, any advice you could give anybody um, that wants to start um, in the industry or that just wants to follow a dream, um, any words of encouragement? Absolutely. Be your authentic self. Um, there's only one of you. You are not duplicatable. You are amazing just the way you are. So come across that way. No need to figure out how you want to portray yourself. Portray yourself as who you were born to be because there's only one you. If you do that, bro, you got it made. Sis, you got it made. So let's just do this. Elevate and keep it going, y'all. Thank you so much for your time. I appreciate you, Angel. And everybody, I will see you soon. <laughs> yeah, well, make sure you go follow her, check her, all her stuff out. And um, thank you for your time. I really appreciate it. Of course. Take care. Peace. Right, you too. Bye. All right, guys, that was the Danny California. So hopefully you guys enjoyed that interview. And hopefully you guys were able to, you know, receive that knowledge that she was trying to give you all right she's trying to help you i'm trying to help you but yeah the thing that pisses me off is that's two interviews in a row where i have to cut it short because because um i don't i don't have the funds to upgrade to um to zoom the the one where you could record for more than more than like an hour but but yeah man you know no excuses i still still feel this was a great interview thank you danny for coming on again you can find her at danny killer Fo number four NYA California right there so Danny California all right that's D A N I K I L L A the number 4 NYA so make sure you go listen to her radio shows that's again you could listen to Sounds of the Street the Beat Size Show and our Authority Glory Sounds of the Street is every Thursday and Friday and Oracle Edition the Beat Size Show is every fourth Monday of the month so make sure you go check her out check her shows out and tell her that you heard her here that way we could have her on again because she was a great interview i wish i would have had more time with her but you know, i wanted to pick and, and i honestly i wanted advice on how to make it into the radio business but you know maybe i could ask her that once i have her again if she's willing to come on again which i hope i hope she does and i think this interview went well so you know fingers crossed that she comes on again but yeah, thank you guys for listening. You, you can listen to the shows, every, previous shows. You can listen to them anywhere you listen to podcasts. So if you're listening to this somewhere, you can pretty much find my other shows. But if you don't, maybe there's a nosy person behind you and they want to know what show this is. You can find the show at Let Me Know Pod on iTunes and Spotify and other major platforms. And if you want to see what I post, sometimes I post little videos on Instagram and they're funny. People seem to enjoy them. I seem to enjoy them. So um, you can find that at Let Me Know Pod on Instagram and Facebook. And if you would like to be part of the show, if you would like to maybe have a segment on the show or maybe you want somebody that you know on the show, you could DM me or message me on Facebook at Let Me Know Pod. All right. Let me know what you want. Who would like to see on the show? You know, I'm very thankful for you guys to listen to me i'm thankful for you guys being here i'm thankful that i know you guys could spend your time with somebody else but i'm grateful that you're spending it with me so 
like I said, I hope you guys enjoy this interview and go to previous episodes. You know, I, I bring a lot of people in that I enjoy personally. Either I enjoy their stories, what they're doing, and I think you could benefit from their stories too. So make sure you tune into previous episodes. That way we could all grow as human beings. And, you know, that's my goal. So thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for being here. And I'll talk to you guys next week. Oh, before I forget, you can find... Um, if you would like a sticker, I give out free stickers all the time, and I also do giveaways. But if you would like to do, uh, if you would like to grab a sticker completely free, you can see send me a DM at Let Me Know Pod on Instagram, and I'll send you one completely free. All I, all I need is your address or, or, or a place where you would like to receive the sticker. I don't know what's going on with my tongue; it seems to want to do its own thing. But I'll <laughs> before I go another before I go. Um, I am doing a, a solo bolo next week. If you like uh, to have an answer, maybe you have a question for me that you like to me to answer on the show. Send it to me. Send me a DM with your answer. I mean, with, your answer with your question. See, I'm telling you, something's going on with my brain and my tongue. They're not working together. But, but yeah. So if you would like a question, you know, if you would like to know something about me, about the show, something in life, if you need advice, send it to me to let me know. Pod on Instagram and Facebook, or you can send me an email at letmenotpod at gmail.com. All right, guys, now for sure, for sure, for reals, for reals. That's it. That's it for me. Thank you guys for listening, and I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. song has been brought to you by let me know podcast new episode every week available on all streaming platforms